welcome back to Noah's Window. Um, today, as we start this week, we're looking at the uh, one-year Bible in, uh, for July the 18th. And um, in Romans chapter 4, Paul's talking again about, he's, he's talking to the Jews and the Gentiles and comparing how they both come to faith. And um, he, he really says, we all come the same way. Right. You know, the Jews had special privileges. We all come the same way. But let me read this one passage towards the end of the chapter, and then, then if you could jump in and kind of comment on this. Um, in verse 20, Paul says, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. Here's this, I, really, I think is a really strong line. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit, it was recorded for our benefit too assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. So the, the phrase fully convinced, Abraham was fully convinced and he grew in his faith. Yes, because if you read his story, he, he had questions along the way, but he grew in his faith. Well, I think it's important for us to recognize that when the book of Romans was written, Jesus was very new to the people that were hearing the message. Uh, the message of Jesus. I mean, obviously Jesus had been here from the very beginning of time and before that we read in John 1, but to the Jewish mind, the teaching of Jesus was new. And they would say, well, we go back to Abraham. And that led them to believe, many of them believed that there was a way to get to heaven by doing good works. And so what Paul is having to explain to them is that the reason Abraham is going to heaven is because of faith. He believed God. He trusted God and took God in His Word. And some of them believed they were going to go to heaven just because they were descendants of Abraham. Right. But I love the line that you've got, and this is where it really applies to us. Abraham was fully convinced that what God said he would do, he would do. And I think for all of us, that's, that's a challenge. I mean, there's the way of the world and there's God's way. And so oftentimes we, we fall back on the ways of the world. Well, we think this is going to happen because this is what the law of probability says. And yet, when we take God at His word, God calls us to believe things that would seem impossible. You know, that we can be forgiven of all our sins, past, present, and future. That no matter how long we live, we're going, down here, we're going to live forever. I mean, you just start looking at the promises of God. God calls us to believe what the laws of probability based on people's expectations from observation. God calls us to believe things that seem impossible. And you think about when Abraham believed God, he wasn't part of a majority. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even part of a nation. He was basically alone. He was the, the what would you call him, the progenitor of this faith. I mean, yeah. he, he was kind of the beginning point. So he couldn't, he couldn't rely on a, a community that was surrounding him to affirm him. He was really launching out on his own. Well, you know, it's important for us to recognize that in the mind of God, there's no such thing as time. And the Bible tells us that Jesus was slain or he died before in the mind of God before the foundation of the earth so in the Old Testament believers then were they, they were saved by believing that God would keep his promise and we're saved by believing that he did but they were looking forward to Christ's coming we're looking back to Christ's coming but in the mind of God every believer from from the very beginning on until the current times uh, were saved by grace through faith well, I was thinking about what it's like to be a believer in this generation, and I think we're going to find ourselves more and more in the minority. And there's just something about a majority that tends to float everybody. Um, and I, I feel like 
you know, as, as believers in this generation, we're going to have to stand firm being fully convinced of God's promises in our time. Yeah. Um, and just like Abraham had to stand virtually alone um, in his faith, believing, being fully convinced that God was going to keep his promises. You know, none of us can be fully convinced of any human promise. Because, A, people break their word. Sometimes people can't fulfill their word. I mean, sometimes people die before they're able to fulfill their word. So whenever another human gives us a promise, based on their character, we may assume that they at least mean to follow through. But it's not that way with God. When God makes us a promise, uh, I never can say this right, we can go ahead and do the accounting. Right. Because His promises are sure. I mean, His promises are different from any other human promise. He, he's never going to come up short. He, he, he's never going to promise something he's not able to perform. And he's sure not going to die. So whenever God makes us a promise, we can go ahead and be fully per persuaded, fully convinced like Abraham was that he's going to keep his, his promise. And in this particular case, I think the most important promise is, is knowing that it's Jesus, believing in Jesus that makes us right with God. Yeah, because that's what this whole section of the mm -hmm. book of Romans is about. But I, I do think that God, God loves it. I mean, he really loves it when we take him at his word and we're fully convinced that no matter what the circumstances may appear to be, we're fully convinced that he will keep his word. Because when you read over in Hebrews chapter 11, that long list of faithful people, we call it the Hall of Fame of Faith, the Bible talks about some of them who died without seeing the promise, but they died in faith. They, you know? they died fully convinced. And good news for us is we can be fully convinced that God will keep his word. And we can be made right with God through our faith in Jesus Christ, just like the generation that Paul's speaking to, and just like Abraham's generation, even before the Lord came. Like you said, they were looking forward. Yeah. You know, I love uh, Vance Havner, who was an evangelist of years gone by. He's with the Lord now, has been for many years. Had a huge impact on Billy Graham. But Vance Harriman used to tell the story about a guy, a preacher who was having a hard time sleeping because anxiety was keeping him up. And he read in the Bible, he that keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. He said, yeah, he said, well, God, if you're staying awake, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing about taking God at his word. We can rest assured that his promises are true. And when Abraham believed, as Paul is saying, it didn't just benefit Abraham. It no. benefited us even as oh, well. Yeah. So his faith... Uh, was a blessing to us and future generations. And so our faith, being faithful and being fully convinced in our generation will be a blessing to the generations to come. Well, I hope all of us are fully convinced of God's Word because His Word is true and His promises always come true. And I think for those of us who have walked with the Lord for a number of years, we can testify that He keeps Absolutely. His Word. Mary Alice, would you pray for us today? Absolutely. Oh, Father, we're so thankful that we have a faithful God who does keep his word. Thank we're so thankful, most of all, that we can be made right with you because of what Jesus has done for us. Thank you for the examples that you've given us in your word, the examples of Abraham and, and uh, for those like Paul who wrote so much of the New Testament to affirm uh, the truth of your, uh, of your story and of, of the scriptures. And I just pray that you be with each family, each person that's watching or listening to Noah's window, that even today, each and every individual will be fully convinced of the faithfulness of your word and of your promises. And we're going to rely on you, Father. As we live in this generation, help us to be fully convinced and live a faithful life uh, for your glory and honor. And, uh, and thank you for the comfort and the assurance that you bring to our lives because we do trust in you. I just pray that your will will be done in our lives and we'll give you all the glory and the praise and the honor. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on these uh, these toasty days yes. <laughs> that we're experiencing in Kansas right now. But I pray that God will be with you today and bless you very specially. 
and we'll see you again tomorrow, Lord willing. So take care and God bless. Bye.